0: Everybody knows that communication is important. Some of our best memories are of a heart-to-heart talk with a good friend, the first time we heard, I love you from someone outside our family and sincere public praise from a boss. We also know that communication can be frustrating and painful from disagreements with a dating partner and shouting matches with a son or daughter. Unfortunately, Our communication can feel so habitual and second nature that we sometimes believe problems like these are inevitable or are the other person's fault and that there's nothing we can learn that will really help improve things. So a manager who has problems keeping employees can attend a helpful seminar about listening and come away saying, That was just common sense and most of the time I already do what they said anyway while morale in his unit continues to decay. Like good parenting and good managing, good communication does involve a lot of common sense. Yet, if you look around you, you'll see enough bad managing and dysfunctional families to demonstrate that communication skills might be simple to understand, but they're sure not easy to do well. Most of us do have something to learn about the everyday, Common-sensical topics of listening and speaking. One fact it helps to learn is that communication problems get worse when we try to improve them by focusing on what we think is behind how we listen and speak. Many mistakenly believe that the key is to start with the right ideas and then to figure out a good way to communicate them, or we believe if the feelings of love are there, a couple's communication problems will eventually get better. A work-life version of this same mistake is the conviction that if a manager intends to do the right thing, her communication will show it. In all these situations, the mistake is believing that what's most important are the thoughts, feelings, ideas, commitments, and intentions behind what's said, texted, Skyped, or written. The truth is, the family, friend, and work relationships that are so important to us are built and destroyed, wounded and healed, in the specific ways we listen, speak, read, and write. Even when your spouse wants the two of you to have equal power, if he habitually interrupts, your relationship will be hurtfully unequal. If a well-meaning manager almost never rewards or encourages people, workplace relationships deteriorate, despite her best intentions. In every part of our lives, relationships are created and crippled in the actual listening and speaking between friend and friend, wife and husband, manager and subordinate, student and teacher, accountant and client, parent and child. Nothing is more critical to the quality of our lives than our relationships, and nothing is more critical to our relationships than how we communicate.